The word remember appears 240 times in scripture. Remember this day in which you went out of Egypt. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Do this in remembrance of me. God uses stories and hymns passed down through the generations to guide us in remembering, and through this, learning how to live together as a people of faith. The call to remember Christ in our daily lives is sometimes easier said than done. Many people carry a reminder with them, such as a a cross necklace or those what-would-Jesus-do bracelets that were popular in my childhood. Others begin each day by reading scripture, praying before each meal, or attending a weekly Bible study to ingrain this message in their heads. And yet, when in the midst of conflict or a a frustrating or fear-inducing situation, we tend to react instinctually. Human nature leads us into fight-or-flight mode, which Paul recognized as he wrote to Timothy from prison. Paul was at his lowest point, and Timothy was at risk of the same isolation and punishment that Paul had fallen to. Instead of lashing out in fear, though, Paul showed that those moments when we are most afraid are the ones in which we need to remember Christ the most. Paul encourages Timothy and all followers of Christ not to be afraid, for the faithfulness of Christ would be with them to guide and nurture them throughout human trials and failures. How then do we remember Christ in our daily living, both in the ordinary times and in the moments of conflict? Dirk Lang comments, what matters for the writer to this early Christian community is that remembering is known through the way they live, before God remembering Jesus Christ present today for them in the here and now. Presenting oneself to God means presenting oneself to one's brothers and sisters. The community does not present itself to an imaginary throne, but to the world, to the city, to the neighbor in Thanksgiving. When we remember Christ, we do so not in a a mystical sense that leaves us longing for connections with the unseen. We remember Christ through the tangible bodily presence of our neighbors, and through a reverence for our own bodies and for the world around us. We honor Christ by continuing to live into God's kingdom being created here on this earth in this time, as well as on the earth and time that is one day to come. And it is the trust in God's abundant, far greater than our human understanding, that gives us confidence and remembering and reminding one another of Christ. For we know that we are part of something bigger and more important than our individual lives alone.
we remember that Jesus was human, a descendant of David, a sufferer of the political systems of the time, an ordinary carpenter who broke bread and had friends and was killed for his beliefs. And we also remember that Christ was raised from the dead, overcoming the systems that tried to claim him and proclaiming good news in the midst of a world that felt like it was falling apart. And so we show love to our neighbors and care for the poor and the sick and struggle to live together in harmony because we know that we are called to this communal living that is Christ's example and command for us all. The scripture before today's passage calls to the reader to endure the hardships of life through acting like a soldier, an athlete, and a farmer, working diligently in the midst of life's struggles to continue to show God's love and spread God's word. And so this call to remember Christ is not just a pleasantry exchanged, but rather both a stark reminder and motivator in the midst of suffering. We are called to pursue faithfulness amidst conflict and to endure in the face of hardship, trusting in God, and then putting in the work that is required to bring about God's kingdom here on earth. David White writes, The church is the widening circle of God's loving inclusion in imitation of Christ's own suffering hope, in which our redemption is perfected and our lives enlarged for each other. We do not exist in isolation. And as Christians, we are called to show Christ's love to one another as a reminder that before all else, we are each a beloved child of God. The past few weeks during Wednesday Night Live, we've heard from Dr. Melissa Snar of Vanderbilt Divinity School as she shared about faith and politics. She opened with the idea that we have to learn how to mend and befriend instead of fight or flight when we discuss difficult ideas with one another. Dr. Snar walked us through four streams of Christian political thought, teaching us the different ways that we approach faith and its interaction with our political life. Her hope was that coming out of this series, instead of asking, how does that person call themselves a Christian, that we can begin to understand the mindset that we and others are entering into a space with. By understanding one another, we can begin to avoid the wrangling over words that Paul warns against and can instead listen and share more meaningfully in our common life. When we remember Christ, and through this, remember to see the face of Christ in one another, 
we can overcome the systems of division that threaten our society. We are called to hold to faithfulness amidst conflict, listening and teaching with clarity instead of entering into fruitless or unnecessary arguments. And we attempt conversations such as this often here at the church, whether during our previous Conversations on Race series that was partnered with Shorter Chapel, last spring's presentation on Russia and Ukraine, a seat at the table dinners with our Muslim neighbors, or our keeping current as a Christian class on Sunday mornings. And even more so do these conversations come up naturally among us in the Saturday morning men's Bible study, during a growth group, across the table at a Wednesday night dinner, or even in greeting as we shake hands at the end of a service. We are a community that values engaging in conversation even when we disagree. And it's the relationships that we create with each other in ordinary interactions that then build up enough trust so that we can disagree and still remain in community together. When we can live faithfully enough that when we disagree, we don't deny one another's membership in the body of Christ, we are doing the hard work of living in Christian community together. The broken and messy and faithful people who God claims as God's own. We must remember Christ and act in ways that are loving to one another, for it impacts not only our relationships with our neighbors, but also our relationship with Christ himself. When we deny love to others, we deny love to Christ. When we celebrate with and recognize the good in one another, we celebrate all that Christ is doing in this world. So let us seek to live lives of faithful endurance and of enduring faithfulness, that we might come alive in Christ and allow others the freedom found in life renewed. Let us remember, remember Christ and remind one another each day of the love that God has for us and for this world. Amen.